Hello, my friends. I'm your host, Alexandra, for the second episode of After Talk. Oh, boy, guys. Let's just say I'm excited to record this episode so I never have to think about this crap again. (laughs) Alrighty. So in this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about my failed six-year relationship. Yes, we're actually happy about this because... We don't want to be in relationships with people we don't even like, right? <laughs> and, um, man, it's, it's six years of your life from 19 to 24. Almost, almost seven years, seven years I was with this kid. Um, and when I say kid, I literally mean a child. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, I wasn't one of those people who, if you were like, why are you with him? Be like, oh, we work well together as a team, you know? And when I say like as a team, I don't mean like communicating anything properly. I mean, like when I decide to be a DIY mastermind and renovate my whole parents downstairs he is capable of handing me um screwdriver you know that's what I mean as a team or like being like an like my assistant kind of like my assistant if you will like I'd be like oh we need this can you go get this for me and he'd be like yeah okay I'll go do you know he'd go pick it up at the store or whatever Um, I want to say like my whole relationship if I had to rate it from like a, a school scale, like A through F, I would give it maybe like a C, a D, a D. I would give it a D. And it's not all of his fault. It's I do take responsibility in some of the relationship. Like I should have definitely just nutted up and broke up with him after the first year of us being together. No one knows any of this information. And I think that that's one thing that we need to reflect on group. Um, No one knows about anything about this. So that's one thing that we definitely need to discuss is like, why did I not say anything? Because that's the question I keep getting after us breaking up. Why did you not say anything? If he was so horrible to you, why did you stay with him? I just want to say in the first episode, I talk about you become so used to being unhappy and you become so used to being lonely and these feelings you get used to them and so when you are get out of them and you're like wow this is what freedom and relief and happiness feels like you remember what those feelings feel like and you reflect and then yeah of course when I look back I'm like oh my god you stupid freaking bitch what were you doing yourself you literally are doing this to yourself you know and I do take responsibility for some of the situations and some of them yeah 100% they're completely his fault so let's talk about why we broke up well this is actually a really good story it's a shitty thing it's definitely a shitty thing but I think it's a great story so for a really long time um, for a while, I would question myself, you know, oh, I don't think I really like him. And I go back and forth with it. And then I remember thinking about my first boyfriend I ever had. Um, 
a lot. And he was my first boyfriend. He was very nice to me. You know, he was a sweet guy. I really liked him and I always would think about him a lot. And it was weird because I hadn't talked to him in like four or five or like a few years. So I'm like, why is he popping up in my head? And now looking back on it, I realize it's because he was actually the only person I've, I've actually really liked besides my current boyfriend now. My subconscious was trying to tell me like, you don't like him. You don't even, I don't even like him as a person. You know what I mean? Like I don't even like him as a person. And I remember sitting one time him sitting there playing his video game and I was like doing school or watching a video or something in my bed. And I remember just thinking to myself, we have nothing in common. I don't like anything. I, we don't like any of the same things. He, he was one of those people that like didn't watch TV, which red flag number one, if you don't watch TV, you're a freaking weirdo. Okay. If you don't watch TV and you don't live in the woods and you're not living like a nomadic lifestyle and it just doesn't fit into like your everyday life, you're, you're freaking weird. Okay. I don't care what anyone says. Like you're weird. You don't, you don't have a favorite TV show. You don't have one. You don't have one TV show. Nothing. Not even a movie. Oh my God. That's weird, right? That's freaking weird. And so and I love, and that's the thing, like, I love watching TV. Like, I don't want to do it all the all the time, all day, but, like, I love watching TV. I love, like, scary movies. I love 80s movies. I, it's just, you know, I grew up with TV, and I like watching TV, and I kind of always would make an excuse, you know, like, oh, he didn't grow up watching TV, which is not true, and, or whatever. We grew, because he's Hispanic, so he, he's, uh, his parents um, immigrated here, and then he's, like, the first uh, generation, so I was like, well, you know, maybe we should have like little differences and whatever. But no, he just didn't watch TV. We didn't have anything in common. We didn't really like the same music. I kind of I kind of would just listen to the music that he he liked and get myself to like it, I guess. And we just had nothing in common. And I think that when so when we moved to my parents house because of COVID or whatever, and we were saving up for a house. I started to get really serious about getting married. So I don't think that this is something that is unrealistic or this is a very reasonable ask, right? If we are going to buy a house together and is going to buy a house with their boyfriend, you know, I want it to be fiance, husband, because that's a legality thing, you know, like what if you guys do break up and then you have to sell this house and get lawyers and stuff. And let me tell you, like, I pretty much went through a divorce with him. Um, we weren't like engaged or married. He gave me one whack ass promise ring. He me two. You know, if someone gives you a promise ring and you're like above the age of like 18, you should just throw it away because it really doesn't mean shit. Like, give me an engagement ring. Yeah, you promise, you promise, you promise. Okay, I don't care. It's kind of like when someone says sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But they keep doing the same crap. It's like the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's stupid. Like, and I I remember, and it's really just like a trend. Like, when I got mine, it was really just like everyone was getting one and I wanted one, you know? And that's kind of, kind of what, kind of like the theme is like I wanted a boyfriend when I was uh, 18. Really not even like I was honestly like <laughs> not even I didn't even want a boyfriend. I kind of just got one, you know, it was just like, like, oh, I kind of just for fun. Like I was just kind of like having fun. And, 
yeah, so I just kind of wanted a boyfriend for fun, like, when we first got together. And I realized when I was staring at him, like, we had nothing in common. We don't believe in the same things. And he is going cuckoo bananas over the conspiracy theories and, like, cryptocurrency and uh, video games, like, obsessive, you know? And I got kind of looped into that. I'm not going to lie. I went kind of cuckoo bananas a little bit. And then I realized... You know, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't want I don't really care about this crap. So why am I? I'm just trying to engage in the activities he likes so we can like have something in common. And we finally started going fishing and that was really fun. But actually, that was an activity that my brother and I are supposed to do together. And so it was just kind of like he like tagged along, you know, and. Uh, I. I think I can remember moments when you you know like when you reflect you can remember like moments like okay that's when shit started to hit the fan I think after my after the third year of being together oh the first year I was like drunk pretty much most of the time because I was just like partying with my friends um so I stopped hanging out with my I stopped hanging out with my friends and that's something I wish I didn't do, <laughs> but whatever, it happened, so. And the second year, we moved in with my resident, and uh, that was really hard, because um, it was like having a two, like, two, trial, two children. He wouldn't help me with like really anything. I always had to like ask him to do things, and I hated that. Year one, was it was all right. Year two was all right. Year three is when things kind of started to go downhill. Working different shifts and um, I didn't see him all the time. And actually, <laughs> I must confess, I there was this guy at my work. I was working at a hotel at the time and he was so nice to me. And uh, he would just like I would walk in and be like, hi, guys, because I'm a very I'm a I'm a very outgoing person. I I am outgoing. Um before at first I feel like when you would meet me like when I was in this relationship and before the person I was before if you would meet me um I was very defensive I was very like I'm going to figure out if you're a bad person I'm going to just I was just very defensive I was kind of rude and um I never really because I, I didn't feel safe um, really around anybody. And that's just because of like the relationships that I've had, like with friendships growing up and uh, obviously with the my ex-boyfriend. So uh, so I was I'm, I'm actually I started to realize like from work and home, I realized how differently I was acting. And I remember coming home and and, and we were talking or something and I was like, you know, I don't act like this at work. When I go to work, I'm happy. I'm I'm smiling and then I come home and I'm angry. Like, I don't like this. I don't know, you know. And I was trying to tell him, like, I don't like this. And he was really like, oh, okay. So then it was a cycle, okay? So I, we got into the cycle where he would... I literally had to be like, you need to be nice to me. You are so mean to me. And that's the thing, like, I think a lot of people don't... Like, if you're not in this situation, you don't, you can't, it's hard to understand, like, well, why wouldn't you just leave? 
Well, I had bank accounts tied to him. I had a car, a dog. I had a home. Like we were going to buy a home together. I had my money. It was, it was a lot. It was too much. You know, I really shouldn't have gotten joint accounts with him um, until we were married. And you should never do that. And the day that I, the the day that I we broke up, I had to go and get him off of everything. And even a couple months later, I had to continually remind him to pay a bill that he needed to pay. And then I would never contact him again. And he blocked me. (laughs) He blocked me on his... Because I messaged him. I was like, you need to do this and this. And he did not respond to me. So I put him in a group chat with his mom And I said, you need to pay this bill and transfer the phone account to me. And uh, then that's it. I will never talk to you again. And he blocked me on his mom's phone and, and his phone. Well, maybe his mom blocked me, but they both blocked me. So I had no way of contacting them to follow up with them about this bill. Like, I'm not going to pay for this bill. And both of our names are on it because it was like, it was like a lease. We it was a lease. We owed money because I wanted to pay it off. Um, I wanted to pay it off right away, but he said, "Oh, let's wait. We can save up and pay it off later." It's it's like fifteen hundred bucks. So I was like, "Okay, I guess so." And I should have just paid it off. I knew right away. Like I should have paid it off, and I didn't. So he paid half of it, and eventually I had to message his cousin. Um, he has two sisters, so I really tried my best to not contact them. You got, but you have to understand, like, I'm being put in the situation where when one, it was a, it wasn't, it was to other people. It was, it seemed out of the blue, but to me, I always knew he was weird. I always knew, like I had a feeling, but I thought that feeling was just like, um, I ignored it. And for me, it was weird. So for me, I knew, always knew he was weird. And I had a feeling and I ignored it. And the thing is, like, he didn't have any social media. He doesn't have a, like, he has a Facebook, but he doesn't, I mean, as far as I knew, he didn't go on it. He doesn't have an Instagram. He doesn't have anything, okay? So I had no way of um, contacting him and he was ignoring me, you know? And so... <laughs> I messaged his cousin. I asked her to um, tell them, like, please pay that in the middle of the night. I messaged her, like, sorry to bother you with this, but he um, is not responding to me. He's not getting back to me, and I really need him to pay this bill, and I just want this to be over. Like, I don't want to have to keep asking him to do this when it's, like, literally his responsibility. And so that's the other thing, too. Like, imagine if if I left it up to him to take him off of my credit cards and my, and the, and the joint accounts. And if I'm like, literally he would not do it. He's, he's that like, he would not do it. Like you're so irresponsible. Oh my gosh. I can't, you know, this was building up to this. Like we were building up to break up and I'm not even going to lie. Like after this, after the end of this 
this last 2020, um, 2021, after this last year, I was going to break up with him if he didn't propose to me because I'm not going to be with somebody for seven years and then have them say, well, in the eyes of the law, we've been together for seven years in common law, so technically we're married. Bro, you're fucking kidding me, right? That just shows you how much you value me as a person. But also, I thought he was too stupid to um, do what he did. And that shows a lot about how I thought about him. I didn't respect him. I thought he was stupid. I still think he's pretty dumb. Um, Well, he's dumb. He's dumb for doing what he did and only stupid and insecure people do what he did. So let's talk about what he did. So one day I do this thing. It was, it's pretty, uh, embarrassing. I'm not proud of it, but I called them quarterly check-ins. I would go on his phone every couple months just to see if there was anything going on. And I never found anything. So that would always kind of reassure me. I knew, I knew in the back of my head that something was going on. I just couldn't, I didn't have like the proof, you know, I didn't have the evidence. (laughs) I need evidence. I need to like justify, uh, what I feel. And that's also something I'm not going to do. If I just feel like this is going on, I'm just going to tell them and I'm going to see how they react, you know? And if they don't, if the person doesn't communicate with me, then that's it. Cause I'm not going to be with somebody who's not going to communicate with me. And whenever we would have conflict, he would stonewall me. He, and gaslight me, he would sit there and just not say anything. And if any of you had a conversation with somebody who just sits there and doesn't say anything, I am, you can relate to what I'm saying. Like, it's the most infuriating, frustrating thing, especially when, you know, I'm, I, I really <laughs> tried my absolute best with this kid. And that's why I'm so fine. Like, I'm so fine. Like after being together with him for six years, I'm so fine. I don't, I don't care. Um, is because this was leading up for a while. I was, mentally preparing myself to leave him and if he didn't meet my expectations you know just getting engaged and getting married a commitment then I was just gonna be like you know I'm fucking I told him once I we went went to the beach when fishing I looked him in the face and I said you know I either marry me or let me go and he was like nodding he said okay And I was like, I prefer to get married, but, you know, just decide. And that day I looked at his phone and I don't remember seeing anything on it. I remember him texting this girl and he for a while he started he got a new job, which, you know, I helped him get I helped him. I helped him excel in everything. I helped him, you know, get a new job, apply to um, electrical apprenticeship and you know, meet people and just, he's had, he's had honestly from everything handed to him and that's his problem. And then, oh, and then, oh, talking about that, I realized he's a freaking, like a Chad, you know, those Chads that like, he's a, he's a, he's a disguised Chad. He, he's gotten three different cars from his parents. He's gotten a new phone. He gets whatever he wants. Okay. Mommy and daddy will clean up the mess for him. Um, even though they don't have a, they don't have a lot of money, which also is like, 
Okay. And so he, they don't have a lot of money and he just gets everything handed to him. And then here I am just handing him his job and everything and just telling him like, oh, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And I mean, that's my fault. I definitely should have not handed him everything. But then also he would tell me he wanted to do these things. And then he, you know, so it's just like a freaking stupid situation. So I was sitting on the beach and he was fishing or whatever. And I went through his phone and I saw he was texting this girl. Um, and it's like, okay, well, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, she's just my friend. Yeah. Okay. You can go fuck off. You can walk along that with the stick up your ass all you want. I don't believe you. Um, I asked him, I said a couple weeks ago, oh, who's this girl you're t- texting? Oh, it's just my friend from work. I'm like, well, why are you texting her? You know, I'm like, well, how old is she? Oh, she's like 29. Because I'm like, if she's an old ass lady, I don't give a fuck, you know. But it's like 29. So she's a couple years older. And I was like, okay, well, maybe she won't have any interest in you because you're like younger. And I was like, okay. So I kind of let it go. But it really made me uneasy. I did not like that. And for a while, he kept coming home. So let me just explain. My ex-boyfriend was super insecure. He was so insecure. And I don't think I realized how insecure he was until we uh, have been separated. He was so insecure. And I'll never date anybody who's really insecure. And he was never appreciative of anything that I did for him. He never would say, oh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for doing everything for me or whatever, like giving thanks and being appreciative. He was never, he never did that. He just expected it, I believe. And a couple times he did tell me, he's like, you know, I do think that you're, you are too good for me. I think that, you know, you are, you know, I'm more attractive than him. I'm smarter than him. I'm better. I am better than him. Let's not get it twisted. Um, I am better than him and he'll never do better than me because I was going to break up with him either way. And, you know, I was thinking like, okay, you know, I was going to give him one last chance. Let's get married, blah, blah, blah. Um, Which also is like, why would I want to marry somebody like that? You know, it's not, it's not, not it. So he, before that would come home and he'd be like, oh, these girls at my work are staring at me because I gave him a bus cut. Okay. And like, yeah, that did make him more attractive. And I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. After a while, I realized like I wasn't sexually attracted to him probably for a couple of years. And so I think that if, you know, if you are like that to somebody, then you just don't like them. (laughs) You know, she knew before me, she knew before me, she was trying to warn me and I didn't listen And if you have to get a little tipsy before, you know, doing the deed with your significant other, that's a that's it. You should just stop and break up with them Um, because you don't actually like them. And, you know, you don't like them. But maybe like me, I wasn't ready to admit that I didn't like him. He was weird and mean and just not a good person. And so I would always make excuses for him and stuff because I I always tried to see the best in people and some people just there's nothing there for them you know I really did try hard and um I checked his phone and that day I got really lucky and 
he had Instagram downloaded. And like I said before, he didn't have any social media. So, oof, your girl was in for a ride. Hands shaking, <laughs> body trembling. I open the Instagram app, and what do I see? He's met, he has been messaging OnlyFans girls for the last three years. <laughs> three years! How pathetic. How pathetic for him. He stayed in this relationship, kept it a secret, felt ashamed and insecure, and he messaged other girls asking for nudie pooty pics. And he said he was going to go meet up with them. And, you know, oh, they're so beautiful. Like, I have the I have their seats, you know. Oh, don't worry. The day we broke up, I went to his mom's house and I showed him the I showed her the receipts. I showed her everything. I showed um, his cousin because we were going to start hanging out with them and get close to them and become friends with them. And I show I told everybody because if I didn't, I would have forgiven him. Um, I would have not said anything and I would have went on and, you know, I probably we probably would have gotten married. We would have um, maybe had a kid or whatever, uh, got a house and he probably would have ended up cheating on me, like actually cheating on me. I mean, this is cheating pretty much. You know, you're keeping a secret from me. If you can't tell me about it, then it's cheating. And um, but before that, he would come home and be like, oh, these girls. And we started working out. So, you know, he got a buzz cut. He started working out, you know, getting a little bit more muscular. Everyone's staring at me. Oh, everyone stares at me. And then he would stare at himself in the mirror. He would stare himself in the mirror. He would just play video games, get up, stand up, and look himself in the mirror and stare at himself. And I'd be like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I look so good. Just like very, I'm like, okay. And then like when we would drive, oh my God. When we would drive in the car, he would look at him. He would be driving and he would look at himself in the mirror and just drive. And he'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, he'd make like that smoldering face and like squint his eyes and like turn his head sideways and drive. And then he would kind of swerve, you know, because he's not fucking paying attention. And he would. He just thought he just thought he was so hot, you know, all of a sudden. I was like. You need to calm the fuck down. You know, let's take your humble, humble yourself, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's great. He's getting confidence. I'm glad he's being com more confident. But why are you coming home and telling me your girlfriend? I told him, I was like, you need to not talk to me like that. I'm your girlfriend of like five years, six years. And you're coming home and telling me that your these 19 year olds are looking at you and like they're, oh, I can tell they're talking about me. Oh, they, I think they like me, you know, like. You're not making me jealous. I'm not jealous of a 19-year-old child, okay? I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm not jealous of a 19-year-old child. Also, ew, you're gross. <laughs> ew, what's wrong with you? Why are you telling me this? And that's when I started getting really turned off, okay? And then after that, I found out he was he would delete Instagram, download it, and delete it again. And... Um, I even messaged him on his Instagram account. I'm like, you freaking weirdo, pay that, pay the equity bill. Just pay it. And <laughs> on the Instagram, he was messaging all those girls. Just pay the damn bill. I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're so weird. 
And then and then he tried to he was trying to make me look like I'm nutsos, you know? No, 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 you know. <laughs> fucking weirdo, dude. And um <laughs> shit, okay. So <sighs> yep. So he would download Instagram delete it, re-download and delete it for three years. I don't know how many times he did it, but he did message uh, these three different girls three times. I think the thing that hurt the most um, was that in 2020, I was like, we should do something fun for my birthday. Like, I want you to plan something. And he actually put in a lot of effort and it was really great. He made me dinner. He had like balloons and rose petals. And it was like, like one of those Instagram moments, you know, you see online, like, oh, look what my boyfriend did for me. And I was like, yes, finally, like, I'm getting what I want, you know. I'm getting, like, the romance and what I deserve. And um, he messaged one of those girls, like, two days, like, a day later, a day after my birthday. He messaged one of them. And so that just showed me, like, my relationship ended the day the first message that he sent. So everything after the, after the first message was a lie. It was a lie. Because you're lying to me, you're gaslighting me, you're telling me you want to be with me, you're telling me that, you know, one time he was like, oh, I normally want to get married. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's for me. In my parents' house, he told me this. <laughs> While he's living there with me, his girlfriend, okay? Yeah, I think it's not for me. I start crying. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, then what's the point? Why are we together? Like, I don't understand. Because, like, I was fully prepared to end the relationship. Um, but he would he would be like, oh, no, I do want to get married. I do want to marry you. And I'd be like, well, do you really? Like, are you, you know, we don't have to be together. And he would pull me back in, you know, pull me back in every single time. And I should have just, if he did that once okay if he did it twice I should be like no I'm done and that's kind of where where I was heading with that anyways um yeah so it's pretty crazy like definitely it's shitty because I for so long thought that you know I'm just being paranoid or it's not me I was just being totally gaslit for a really long time and I always knew so I just definitely am going to trust my gut a lot more now and and downloading Instagram and messaging those girls is really disgusting and he was following all of these different you know nasty account and the thing is like he hid it from me because he knew if I found that if I found that I would have broken up with him so I would have done I would have broken up with him because you know actually the first year of our relationship he uh would search um what was he doing he oh he um the first year of our relationship he was talking so much shit about his friend's ex-girlfriend, how he cheated on her and all this stuff. But he took screenshots of her and saved them in his phone. And I was like, why would you do this? I hate you. That's I did go. I was explosive. And then um, afterwards, he cried 
and was remorseful. And this is where this is why I say I should have just broken up with him after the first year because he did it again. But he knew that if I knew it would not slide with slide with me, I would have broken up with him. But he knew he hit it because he knew if I knew I would have broken up with him. And he knows that he's a crap person. And without me, he ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like he really is it. And I did and I just think it's going to be really funny when he files his taxes and he's going to have such a, he can't log in, you know, they're going to be like, Turbo texting like, well, you have a previous account. Also, where's your 2019 tax return? Ha ha. Sucks to do your own shit or actually probably won't even file his taxes because one year before he, before I started doing it, he didn't even do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, so disturbing, so disturbing. So, man, and that's honestly why I felt like a mother to him after a while. I I was watching this thing on online on on TikTok, of course, and it was saying how a lot of women have this issue where their parent where they feel like a parent to their spouse and then they you know they see them as a like subconsciously as a child and then they don't want to you know do the deed with them and I really think that's what happened to me I just uh I never uh I was like oh I don't want to have sex with you or like and he went right before all this happened I was like oh okay let's do it you know on like a Wednesday and he's like nope I'm not having sex to you with you till Saturday because then you'll actually have sex with me <laughs> he said that to me guys I was like that's really gross and you know it's this is something that's like really sad and I didn't even know until until uh, I started going out with my current boyfriend um I don't remember the last time he kissed me. <laughs> I don't remember the last time he came up to me and gave me a kiss. I don't think he, I don't, I don't remember, you know, I don't think he ever really did it a lot. Um, he was very not affectionate and I don't even think he kissed me during sex. Like I think we just you know and it's kind of like having a baby or a roommate it was like having a roommate uh child and then you know I didn't really want to like I just never wanted to you know and I think that I should have listened to my body and myself and just taken that as enough to just leave besides all the other stuff you know and um, that's something I'll never <laughs> never compromise again because when you actually like the person you're with and you actually you know, love them and want to be with them. You want to be around them and the both people will put an effort to make sure that that happens, you know? And that's the thing I was like, oh, I hear this thing on TikTok. Like, oh, if you wanted to, you could. Or if you wanted to, he would. And I, and I was like, yeah, okay, well, I started thinking about that. And oh, let me tell you, when my TikTok for you page, that's it's a little too close to home and like when him and I were still together it was like girls be in a relationship with with guys for six years and then they they break up with them and then they find the guy they're they marry 
And I'm like, ah, that's funny. Oh, good for them. Oh, it's not going to be me, you know, because, like, my boyfriend's, like, good. He doesn't have a social media. He hasn't cheated on me. He's, like, kind of nice to me. <laughs> so sad. But that's the thing. Like, he wasn't, like, outwardly um, mean to me at first. You know, he kind of it progressed over time. And it was getting to a point where he started to do it in front of my parents. Because, <clears throat> you know, you're a shit person. You can only act for so long. And it's really disturbing because he used to say things to me like, oh, I'm such a great actor. I could be an actor. I'm such a great actor. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and so I, you know, you, there's little things you know you see him doing and the day that I found the Instagram we it was me my mom and him sitting at the dining table and I made breakfast my mom she's a very nice person she wants to talk to you she wants to be around you and she was like oh you want to go for a walk and I was like oh I'm okay you know and then he was like yeah let's go for a walk and he just smiles and I look at him I'm like don't tell her something if you're not going to do it, you know? And cause that, that started to become a theme. Oh, I'm going to do this. And he wouldn't do it. I'm going to do this. And he wouldn't do it. He stopped like for a while, he would stop doing that or he started doing that. And he's like, no, we'll go for a walk. I'm like, okay. And then I think we were going to go fishing or something that day. And and she was like, yeah, he was being really weird, like evil. And I'm like, right? That was like really evil and sinister. Like it was just really fucking weird. And he made all of us uncomfortable. And that was just that. That's when I knew I was like, I need to look at his phone. I need to look at his phone. And the just the fact that I felt like every couple months I had to look at his phone just showed me that I didn't trust him. I didn't trust him. I, I really didn't trust him to, like, be alone by himself. Um, if I wasn't around, like, I felt like he was that guy. If he went out with a group of friends, he would end up coming home and be like, I kissed another girl or something. Like, he would cheat on me. And I should have just, you know, I should have, could have, would have, but I freaking didn't. So I... I'm learning lots of lessons because this is what we're going to do. I'm telling you stories so you learn lessons from me. And don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do these things. Um, if I ever feel like that again, I will just end the relationship because I can't love somebody I don't trust. And I've learned that through therapy because love is belief. And in order to believe in something, you have to trust in that belief and you have to trust that the other person does love you and they do. You do believe them. And if you can't believe them, then you don't love them. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole it goes together. And I obviously have trust issues through all of all of this over the last 2021. I started to realize like I don't feel like myself. I don't like how I am, how I act and how I am and how I behave. I don't like how I f feel around him. I don't really like him. I started to accept it. And I remember repeating in my head, you know, if you 
do find something, then you need to be strong enough to leave. If you do find something, you need to be strong enough to leave. Like I would repeat that over and over and over in my head because you can find things, you know, you get your own feelings hurt. And then what are you going to do about it? Are you going to ignore it? Or are you going to address it with them and say like, I'm not going to put up with this. You need to get out of my house. And so during that whole day, like um, he was being really weird in the morning. He was in the shower. I checked his phone. I took pictures of the messages and he got out of the shower. I stood there and I looked at him and I said, you just don't love me the way I love you. And I know you love me, but you don't love me like that. And he just stood there and he just nodded his head. He didn't say anything. And I was like, do you have anything you want to say for yourself? And he's like, you're such a nice person. I was like, in my head, I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. I know that. And I was like, well, do you have anything you want to say for yourself? And he just is like, oh. And I'm like, why would you do this? <laughs> why would you do this? You know, why would you do this to me? And it was a, it was a lot because, you know, people, when I tell this story, they're like, oh my God, I would have freaked out. I would have, you know, exploded or like freaked out, threw shit at him or whatever. But a month before that, I went on his phone <laughs> and I saw that he was on, um, I didn't even go on his phone. Oh, I grabbed it. Uh, I was in bed and my phone was charging and I grabbed it and he was playing on his game. So he wasn't like, oh, she has my phone. He was going on uh, porn websites. Like he was looking um, on nudie sites and um, was like, I freaked out. That's when I freaked out. I was like, why would you do this? Why are you looking on this? Why did you, why is this ad? Cause it was an ad. It wasn't like actual site. Like it was an ad. So it was like, why is this ad on your, um, hidden thing? So, um, or it, why is this ad on your inc incognito view? And he had nothing to say. And I, I felt all the feelings. I felt everything. I felt like angry I felt upset I felt hurt I felt betrayed I felt like what the fuck what's going on like this is not happening to me this is not happening to me and you know I thought that we were in a in a good place and I think that's the thing that's the most shitty is like I thought we were in a good place and I thought we were actually moving forward and I felt like I was going to get you know like, there's no way he's not going to. We've been together for too long. You know what I mean? And that time with somebody, I, I don't think it matters. I used to think it mattered a lot, but I don't think it matters anymore. Just because it, I just don't, it just doesn't matter. You know, if somebody loves you and they're, they have respect for you, they're going to treat you with respect and be kind to you. And he just didn't do that. He never did that. And after a while, so yeah, so I found that on his phone and I freaked out and he was, I freaked out really bad, actually. Like, <laughs> I was like, why did you do this to me? Ah! And uh, 
I wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't ready. Um, I was like, I called him on his way home. I'm like, because he packed it, packed it back. I was like, I packed his shit up. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house. And he was like, you're just sitting there. And I, and I took that. He didn't do anything. He stonewalled me. And so I took that as, okay, well, maybe this is like one of those pop-ups or something. Like I made an excuse for him. I thought, oh, maybe this is a pop-up. Like, it's not that big of a deal, you know. Oh, and it's just like a, I don't know, like website. You look at it. I don't know. So I, um, I just let it go. And not really, though. Like, I just was like, okay, well, maybe this is not what I think it is, you know. And I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And because we had been good for so long. Like, I was like, no, there's no way. And so he didn't want to come home that time. And so I called him and I was like, well, did you like click on something weird, like on a weird email and it like my popped up on your phone? He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happened. And so he totally gaslighted me. And then, you know, a month later I found the Instagram and da, da, da. so <laughs> I did have my freak out and don't worry, I got my, I got, I got my payback. You know what I mean? Like showed his mom the messages. I wanted them to know how, like, what kind of person he was. He's a really bad person. He's not a good person. Um, and sometimes I'm like, you know, oh, I feel bad. I feel sorry for him. I feel bad, whatever. But then I just am like, no, he's, he's a shit person. And it's not even like, oh, I miss him or I love him. Like, I don't, I haven't loved him for a long, for after the first year after the first year I didn't love him anymore and I just stopped caring that's it I just stopped caring I was like okay whatever and then um yeah so I just stopped caring and so me being so calm in that moment was just me finally accepting that yes this is the hard solid evidence that I needed this is what I needed to confirm to myself that I knew what something was going on. I knew it the whole time. And I looked at him and I was like, I knew I, I, I was just like, you ruined your whole life. Congratulations. And the thing is like, he didn't even say anything the whole time. Like I was, I was like, are you going to say, do you have anything to say for yourself? And I grabbed my keys and my wallet and I was, he's like, where are you going? And I'm like, well, I have a whole bunch of stuff to do now because of what you did. And, you know, I was closing the counts, you know, I went to go see his mom and I showed her um, the messages and stuff. And uh, I kind of put blame on how he is on his mom because she never takes responsibility. She never holds him accountable. She lets him get away with everything. You know, he, he can get away with everything and she will just think that he is just the greatest thing ever. Even though I do think deep down she knows that he's a piece of crap. He's like not a good person. Um, he's very selfish. He uses people to uh, get what he wants he would 
<laughs> like I had to start, I started a new job in Seattle or in Bellevue or whatever. I started a new job and I am the type of person I love to cook. So I would make him um, dinner every day. And if he took his lunch, I, I may, used to make him lunch, but then he started going out to get lunch, which also I was like, are you going out with other people? Like, are you going by yourself? Because then he would come home and talk about these girls. And then, you know, then I was like, is he going out to eat with other girls? Is he taking them on dates? Because after a while, he didn't want me to, because I managed all of the money. Um, he didn't want me to manage the money anymore. So I would just be like, what the fuck? This is so weird. And to go from being a team and working together, and then you're wanting to pull your half of the money out and just change the plan completely is very suspicious. I did not like that. That made me so upset when he told me that. That was a couple months <clears throat> earlier in 2021. He he did that. And it's funny because like I asked my mom, I was like, do you think I should break up with him? Like, do you think he's going to break up with me? Should I like get my shit in order and break up with him? And it's not even, like, the way I talked about him is just so obvious. Like, I didn't really like him. And I think that people could tell I didn't like him. Um, and the thing was, like, I was never rude to him or anything. Like, I was always, I'm always, obviously, oh, you're such a nice person. That's the only fucking thing you have to say. Like, you just got caught. Like, you can't be like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, show some sort of remorse. And when I was like, do you even care? And he was like, yes, I'm sorry. Like, I care. I'm like, why didn't you just break up with me? He's like, I probably should have. It's just like, okay. And we both were unhappy. And one time we were in the car, I, I wanted so badly to say like, you know, I think we're just together because we've been together for so long. I'm not sure if we actually like each other. <laughs> I wanted to say that so bad, but I was like, no, things have been good. You know, he's been nicer to me, like a little bit more loving. And I thought things were changing. And I'm one of those people like I always want to try my best and try everything. And just so that way, when I walk away from situations, I know that I did everything I could and I don't have any regret. And I could have definitely done that earlier on. So for those of you <clears throat> who've been in long-term relationships and you're like, do, if you ask somebody, okay, this is the thing. If you ask somebody, how do you know you're in love and you've been in a relationship with somebody for a long time? I'm talking about like, even like th after three months, you should know if you like somebody, like if you love them, I think so. After a couple months or even right away, you should know, oh, I love you, you know? And it, should be like it should be amazing like when you are with somebody that loves you equally it should be amazing it should be easy it should be amazing you guys you know should be able to communicate properly and that's how you'll know okay but if you have to ask you don't love that person you don't love them you don't really want to be with them or yeah that's it <laughs> like there's really nothing to it. like I was like oh how do you know you're in love and I would google and I go on reddit <laughs> I like reddit <laughs> I get a lot of good answers on reddit like I don't really oh, oh I used to post about issues um 
with him on reddit just like just like twice because i was like i don't really i didn't want to talk about my problems with like my parents and kind of go and, and like kind of like shit talk to him about my parent or should talk to him about my parents so that's kind of how i felt but really they were just concerns and they were just concerns and i should have just said something but when i would say something you know my parents were kind of like i want to stay out of it like it's between you guys and it's not just them um when we broke up I had a message his mom and I sent his mom a letter of like everything that he ever did to me. And um, she was like, oh, I just want to live my life in peace. Blah, blah, blah. I want to stay out of it. It's not between me. That's a lot of like the theme that I got over my relationship with him is I would try to talk to somebody about it. And uh, when they'd be like, well, that's between you and him and you can do whatever you want. And I really feel like, you know, that's true. If I um, had somebody like kind of it's hard to say because like when I first went out with him <clears throat> I did have a friend who was like I don't like him I don't like how he treats you and then of course that was a friend he didn't like he didn't want me to be around um I think if I would have stayed around that person more I probably would have ended up breaking up with him um I was just so young and I just didn't I didn't know how somebody should treat me. And, you know, I've had a really, I've had a lot of bad friendships. And so I haven't really ever had like the kind of friendship that I've always imagined in my head. And <clears throat> I just was so young. I just was naive. And then after a while, I started to realize like, you know, I don't really like him. We don't have anything in common. And for the first couple years, I was so distracted with other things. And then after, when I stopped taking care of my resident, I stopped being distracted. I started to realize, like, I don't, this is not going to work out. And it was really difficult to admit that to myself after a while. Um, because, you know, no one no one wants to, to see their relationship fail, especially after you've invested so much time into that relationship. And that's the thing, though. I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time for to do whatever I want to do and to be with whoever I want to be with. And I think the thing, the lessons that we can take away from this whole story is, one, I probably just created a whole bunch of trust issues for the rest of you for <laughs> re-downloading apps and deleting them. I will say, and if you... If your friends are telling you that he's not nice to you, then you need to listen to them and you need to open your eyes and get out of your ass asshole and <laughs> realize that he's garbage. And there are guys out there that will treat you so much better and and they will tell you every day that you're beautiful and they'll tell you every day seven times a day that they love you and they'll cook for you and they'll clean without asking and they'll shut the fucking door without asking you know and they'll want to watch your favorite movies they'll want to get to know you and they'll want to love you and they'll want to tell you you look good no matter what you know like they'll treat you right there are so there are people out there that will do that for you and they'll want to become a better person because of you and you'll want to also be a better person because of them and you will have respect for them and that's something I never had in my relationship even though I was with that person for so so long and he knows me so well 
He knows me really well. And I know him really well. And that's when once I got to know him really well is when I was like, I do not like you because I do not like the person you are. You are not a good person and I'll never be able to trust you. And that's something I said when I was like, uh, when I found out and he walked in, I was like, you will never love me the way I, I love you and you don't love me enough. And you, um, I'm always going to have to, for the rest of my life, am I going to have to always worry about you doing something like this? And he just nods his head. He never said anything. And as he was packing up all his stuff and he was leaving, I was like, I want my credit card. Da, da, da. I want my house key. I want this. And I was like, do you, do you have anything you want to say? Like, this is going to be like one of the last times you see me. Do you have anything you want to say to me? And he's like, I never met up with those girls. And, you know, I, as far as I know, that's what he said. And do I believe him? whatever it really doesn't matter he did it and he had an intent to go and meet them and that's really disgusting and you have me I'm right here it's not like I literally I'm not even gonna lie I'm a really great girlfriend I'm amazing I'm so nice obviously because that's the only fucking thing you could say oh you're so nice okay so obviously I'm really nice but I do I when I, you are with me I am like in it you know like I will try my best I will do everything I can but that also I need to remember that if my needs and expectations are not met then I need to leave it's not going to work out if you're not going to work with me or communicate with me or and just try to become better or go to therapy with me then it's just not going to work out because there's just no point you know we're him and I were not supposed to be together and I'm happy that I'm not with him I wish him the best I don't care about him and I know that he'll get what's coming to him and I've done everything that I can do to prevent him from doing what he did to me to other girls I told his family and you know if I think also, too, a big part of it is parents need to hold their children more to a higher standard and, you know, open their eyes. And your child's a kind of shit child. He sucks, you know, and that's okay. But, like, make him a better person. You know, why? Why are you allowing him to act like this and get away with everything, you know? And I remember... um him before when I was I started this new job and I would make him food all the time and he started going over to his parents house I was like hey can you make me dinner can you just like I have dinner in the fridge can you like heat me up a plate and like you can eat that and he was like oh I'm going to my parents house I'm like well why can't you just like cook me dinner I I never I never asked him to make dinner ever and even when I did like on my birthday like, he's, he didn't know how, you know? So, I mean, that's a little different. Like, it's okay to teach somebody, but, like, he would just... it's wep- It was weaponized incompetence, and... You know, I don't know about this. I don't know how to do this. And it's just so frustrating. So, I would just end up, like, helping or, you know, ended up doing everything. Um, so, we can see a theme here, right? <laughs> and um, 
you know, that's my fault for um, enabling that. But also, I want to say, like, in the situations, I did stick up for myself. I'm not a person who's going to roll over and just take shit. Um, I did stick up for myself. And I think that the one reason why I stayed for so long is because he would show remorse and he never really showed any emotion. So when he showed remorse, I was like, wow, he must really actually be sorry, you know? And then he would be nice to me for a while and he would be rude or just, just rude, just be an asshole. Um, our life together was very boring. <laughs> he never wanted to do anything. He never wanted to go out or I'd be like, you want to go to a bar? You want to go to a club? We're literally in Capitol Hill in Seattle. It's like where you go to party. No, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. And every once in a while he would go, but I wanted to go like every other weekend and he like never wanted to go like at all. Like want to go to a bar. He just like never wanted to do anything. And I grew up, my dad loves rock and roll you know he's like, <laughs> so rock and roll and I grew up going to concerts I grew up you know listening to music every Friday night like having meal big feasts and meals and stuff and having my friends come over to my house all the time like if you ask any of my friends growing up like I always had people come over like all the time especially in the summer I love hanging out with my friends I love having fun and I never had any fun with him and it was just so boring and finally once we got money and we could go out and drink legally and stuff like he never wanted to do anything and it was just so boring and I hated it I hated it and I didn't know I hated it and I started to realize like I think if I had opened up to people um, which I guess I did over time, but it was hard because it was never the same friend consecutively over the course of our relationship. It was like I would meet somebody and we would be friends for like a year and then they would move or they would get a different job. And um, I was so uh, unhappy that I thought I was depressed. And I mean, I guess I, I I mean, I do have depression, but like I looking back, like I was so unhappy that it made me depressed and that's really sad. But luckily now I know what to look out for. So these are the things I, one, I'm not going to do in my, my relationships moving forward. If I feel like I need to check your phone, then we have a problem. If I don't trust you at that point, if I feel like I need to have your location on, then that's a problem. I don't trust you, you know, and that's something those are things that I won't do. I'm not going to go on your phone and put the location on and track you and see where you are. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's I don't think it's crazy. I think what's crazy is like men make women feel, excuse me, boys make women feel like they're going crazy and they have to do these things. But all I was trying to do was protect myself. You know, that's all I was trying to do was protect myself and make sure that like if he's doing something, I I want to know. That's the thing. Like, I want to know. I wanted to know. And I could never confirm it until that one day. And it just took three years. Apparently, <laughs> 
it just took a lot longer than probably most people, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I'll never go out with someone who's so insecure and I will never go out with someone who's like, they're too good for me, you know, because they, then that person doesn't believe that they deserve someone who's amazing. They don't think that they deserve any of it. And they're going to be insecure through the whole relationship. And they're going to think that, you know, they're not good enough and that it will, that any, they just will never think they're good enough. And, and they probably aren't if they don't, you know, <laughs> they don't think they are. They probably aren't, you know, there's a reason why they, they think that they're not good enough, you know? And through that time too, I was, I was never myself. I was never like, there were like moments and stuff, you know, definitely like being at home, I, I think really helped me a lot. I think also one of the reasons why I stayed was because I lived with him. You know, I had a lease with him. I had a lease with him. I wasn't sure if I can go back home and I did want to move back home. I told him once like, job, I'm going to go home because I never see you. I never feel like I have a boyfriend. This was around the time I was really sad and unhappy. And he was like, okay. So then he got a new job. So like he would do things that would show me that he wanted to be with me, but then he also did other things that showed me he didn't want to be with me. So it was, it was very confusing and I should have just, I should have, could have, would have, but I didn't. But for you guys, don't ignore those doubts you know, your gut knows, like, you really do know, like, if you want to be with someone and if you don't, and then you just have to admit it. And for me, it just took a lot long, a a while to admit that, you know, I didn't love him. I wasn't in love with him and I haven't been in love with him for a a very long time. And, you know, that's why people are kind of like, well, you moved on really quickly. Like, why don't you take some time to yourself? It's like, I, I am, I, this is what I'm doing for myself. I'm not going to let him ruin something that I think is going to be amazing, you know, because I haven't been in love for so long. And then now I finally am in love and, and it's great. I love it. <laughs> you know, it's been um, like the best couple of months of my life. I'm having so much fun, been doing all of these different things and, you know, felt been feeling supported and actually feeling like that person does love me, you know, because someone can say they do, they, oh, I love you, I love you, but when you actually feel like love, it's, it's just different, you know, and that's, like, like, going back, that's what I think about, um, the whole time when I was with him, I would think of my first boyfriend I ever had, because I really did love him, and, um, my brain was trying to remind me of that feeling and say like, you don't have this feeling around your ex-boyfriend, you know, you shouldn't be with him and stuff. So if you guys have ever felt like that, (laughs) definitely let me know. (laughs) You're not alone. I have gone through a lot in my life and, and I'm grateful for those experiences. It does suck that something shitty like this didn't happen to me, um, but I think it makes a great story and I have learned that I'm never going to let anybody treat me like that and never, ever again. And if you feel like you're alone, you're not alone. There's lots of people that feel like you and it's just important to remember that you only have one life and it's stupid to 
be with somebody you don't even love. But if you, you know, that's too, that's the thing too. I was like, oh, how do I know I'm in love? I was like, am I in love? I'm not sure. And if you're questioning it, then you, you know, like I said, you're not. Probably not. If you're questioning it, because that should be a definite, like, I love this. I like, I love my boyfriend now because he's smart. He's really funny. He's so much fun. You know, I can, I can list things off for you. And the list keeps going and going. You know, he teaches me things every day. And um, if you ask me that about my ex-boyfriend, I'm not, I'm not comparing them, but I'm just giving you examples. But if you ask me about my ex-boyfriend, I'd be like, before I would say, well, we have a dog, card. <laughs> we're going to get a house together. Like something like that's what I would say. I don't, I can't even, I don't even know what I would say because no one's really ever asked me that. Like, oh, why do you like him? Like, I don't know. I get, we've been together for a long time. And I think I was so strung up on how long we've been together that that really affected me too. I was more concerned with about the length of the relationship rather than like the quality of the relationship. So that holds value. The length of the relationship, it's kind of like an investment, but moving home really helped me. That helped me a lot. And I guess like my dad was actually going to kick him out eventually because he just started being such an asshole. But you guys, I'm going to have my dad on the podcast and we can just talk crap about him. It'll be really fun. <laughs> so I, that was something they told me after we broke up. I was like, my mom said, oh yeah, your dad was going to kick him out like next week anyway. So I'm glad he just ended up leaving <laughs> or not leaving, but you know what I'm saying? Like this went down. So my dad didn't have to kick him out. And, um, yeah, so we'll ask my dad more about that on when we have the podcast with, uh, episode with him. Um, that'll be really funny. Uh, my dad and I are kind of similar, but you know, maybe we'll argue and that'll be entertaining. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right, guys. I hope you guys learned a lot from this episode today. Uh, I had so much fun making it. Um, definitely lots of lessons we've learned, you know, I think for this episode, since it was kind of heavy and kind of crazy, I want to do good things. So this is something that I have always done, um, since I was little, kind of like a coping mechanism for my trauma, <laughs> just like some, I'm just playing. It's just something I, I do to help me be more positive is I like to say three good things. So three good things for, or like to, three good things for the week. Let's see today. One, I finished my second episode of the podcast and I uh, got a new camera. So that's awesome. And I made some fire ass fried chicken. So guys, I'm chefing it up. If you don't even know, you don't even know. So maybe one day I'll do an episode of cooking. That might be fun. <laughs> but yeah, so three good things. Um, out of that relationship, one, I learned really important to stick to my gut. Two is I will never, ever, 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 ever let anybody treat me like that again. And if they do, then I am out. I'm done. I am freaking out of there. Um, three, never tie your accounts or give somebody your credit card and put them on your credit card. Okay. And make it so if you had to leave tomorrow, you could just vanish and never come back. Otherwise, you have to deal with somebody who's super incompetent. And then that's just not fun. So thank you guys for listening to the second episode. I hope to see you in the next one. We got lots of great things coming. Lots of lessons to be learned. Okay. 
Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram at After Talk. Also, I am on TikTok and YouTube under After Talk as well. So I will see you guys later. And Spotify later. Bye-bye.